Hello, and welcome to Champagne and Celery Juice, a podcast for the girl that wants to have her champagne and be fit too. I'm your host, Mikaelin, and I am so excited to be back for another episode. So I mentioned in the last episode that the podcast studio is in shambles because my roommate moved out. And here we are a week and a half later, and I still don't have a studio set up. We were going to hook the mics and everything up to my laptop, but we couldn't get GarageBand to work on my laptop. So I made an appointment at Best Buy with Geek Squad this weekend, drove it all the way up to Oklahoma City just for them to tell me that none of my apps would open because my storage is too full. But even if the apps would open, my computer is too old to support the newest versions of the apps. So basically, I just have to get another laptop. So I am working on gathering the funds for that. But for now, I guess we are just going to keep recording from my phone from the Anchor app. So this is just what we're working with right now. I was trying to hold off until I got something else figured out. But I really want to be consistent with the podcast. I really want to get an episode out every week. So... For this little era of the podcast, we're just going with the flow. We're going to record it on the phone. It's not as good a quality as when I did it with the mic, but I was pretty surprised at how good the quality actually was. There's a little setting in the app that I can upgrade the sound quality, whatever that means, um, and it actually made it sound better. So there is that. Eventually, I will have a beautiful podcast studio. I will get back to recording the episodes, and I will get the YouTube up and running But for now, we are just making it work. So life updates. I talked a couple episodes about how I was training for a 10K and the lessons I learned training for the 10K. And I don't remember if I mentioned in the last episode that my boyfriend decided he was not going to run the 10K with me. I had a lot going on anyways in my friend's baby shower. So I decided just to run at home. I ended up not running at home. I slept in on Saturday, and then I had to rush around to get ready for the baby shower. But I decided that I am running the Disney Princess Half Marathon. So I signed up for that last week. I waited in the queue for an hour and a half. I did not realize it was that big of a deal. Luckily, my coworker let me know that it sells out really quick. She's like, try to be on right at 9 when registration opens. So I was on at 8.58, And then when it opened, I got put into the queue in random order with everybody else who was on before the 9 o'clock opening time. And it took me an hour and a half to get through. The 10K had already sold out by the time it was my turn to register. So I was glad that that wasn't my plan was to do that. I had already gone in wanting to do the half marathon. So I have not even successfully ran a 10K yet, but I am now training for a half marathon Luckily, it's not until February. I've got plenty of time. I went and ran four miles this morning. So I will keep you guys updated on my half marathon training. I got sucked into the half marathon side of TikTok last night and watched tons of videos of people preparing for the run, people running the race, what people's favorite mid-race snacks were. I guess when you run 13.1 miles, you're supposed to fuel in the middle of your run. So I will be doing research on what I need to fuel with. So there's that. Otherwise, I kind of just wanted to do a check-in here because I hadn't recorded an episode 
since the Nashville episode, which has done pretty well. So I'm glad that you guys enjoy the shit show that was that trip. It took me so long to recover, but I'm finally back into my healthy routine and doing heat. I got certified to teach heat, so that's exciting. That's something that I'll be adding into my schedule soon. And it'll hold me accountable to make sure that I get my workouts in if I have to actually teach the class. And then I'm training for the half marathon. I'm leaving for Vegas in a month, so that's pretty exciting. That's the next big trip that me and JMO have in the books. But that is all. That is the life update. So while I was on my run this morning, I did listen to a couple podcasts. And I always love to listen to an Ed Milet podcast to start. His solo ones are my favorite. He just is so motivational and inspirational. And there's just something about his voice that just pushes me to do my best. And his solo episodes are only 20 to 30 minutes. So I always start my run with that and then... I'll go to something maybe that's a little more entertaining and less productive to finish my run to kind of numb out. But the episode that I listened to today was talking about how you are qualified for greatness. And he told a story about his dad getting sober when he was 15. He had been a raging alcoholic and made poor choices for the whole first couple years of Ed's life and he made the choice when Ed was 15 to get sober, completely turned his life around, lived a wonderful life, a productive life, a life full of giving and helping people and all the things. And he talked about how the person that helped his dad crawl out of the deepest, darkest hole, the thing that qualified that person to help his dad in that moment was that that person probably had also used to be an alcoholic and a drug addict. And the thing that that person was probably most ashamed of in their life was the thing that set them up to be helpful. And then he shared this quote that you are qualified to help the people that you used to be. So wherever you're at in your growth journey, I try to be a little bit better every single day, every single year. But wherever you are right now, you are in a position to help the people who are where you used to be. And I just thought that that was so cool because it's so easy to get into our heads and think that we don't have anything to offer and that there's nothing we can really do to make a difference. But there is. There are so many people out there that you are uniquely equipped to help because they're going through something that maybe you used to go through. And I think a lot about my health journey just because that's where I'm at right now. That's what I'm really focused on. Most of the decisions that I make on a day-to-day basis are what can I do to be a healthier version of myself? And I am so much farther along now than I even was in January, but definitely from where I was in college, like I've struggled with weight my entire life. I was always a little bit chunkier than all of my friends in high school. I grew up with parents who were personal trainers and nutritionists. Like I've always known how to exercise and how to eat healthy. And I grew up eating 
pretty healthy. But when I turned 16 and I had the option to drive myself to school and stop and get donuts on the way to school and stop and get ice cream on my way home from school, I've got a major sweet tooth. And so I gained a decent amount of weight on top of not having barely lost my baby weight yet. And so that's just something that I've kind of struggled with all along. And then my senior year, I started dating a guy whose mom was a wonderful cook and cooked a lot different than my mom did with all of the unhealthy things. And I spent a lot of time at their house. So then my senior year, I started skipping track practice to go watch his baseball games. And I spent a lot of time at their house and ate unhealthy. So I gained a little bit more weight. And then I moved to college and gained the freshman 15 because I was going out all the time and doing what college students do and going to shortcakes at 2.30 in the morning and eating chocolate chip waffles four nights a week. And finally, by my sophomore year, I was fed up with where I was. I knew how to be healthy. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel good in my skin. I didn't feel good about what I saw in the mirror, which was a very toxic thought process. And so I started eating healthy and working out and doing things from a place of disgust. I was working out hard and I was eating healthy because I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like myself and I thought that that would fix it. But you cannot change from a place of that type of negativity. Like you have to love yourself, love your body for what it can do from you and feed it the things that nourish it because you care about it. And it's taken me, gosh, I was a sophomore in college five years ago, six years ago. It's taken me up until the last couple years to realize that because I would starve myself and work out really hard, drop a couple pounds, and then binge and gain some weight back. Like I've always yo-yoed back and forth. And then later on in my sophomore year, I found network marketing in a health and wellness company. And so I started using our health and wellness products and that helped. I started to actually feel good. I found a green supplement that I really liked that was helping And my journey has just kind of evolved over the years. In 2019, I found Orange Theory. That was an exercise routine that I actually loved. I looked forward to it. It made me feel strong and energized. And I liked the community. And so I went all in on Orange Theory and then did that transformation challenge and ate super duper clean and worked out five days a week for eight weeks and got down to my goal weight for the first time ever. And then life happened a couple months later, as it always does. Me and my fiance broke up and I moved back to Ardmore and started drinking copious amounts of tequila and living off of chips and queso and spinach artichoke dip and eventually gained all the way back. And then it took me until this year to decide that I was ready to clean up my act again. I was going to be healthy. I was not feeding my body with good things and I was feeling like crap as a result. And so in January, I made the intention to start taking better care of myself because I actually love myself and I want to be in good shape and feel good and have good gut health and all the things. And It's been a great year so far. I am not anywhere near where I thought my goal weight was, but I eat super clean during the week. I let myself indulge in what I want on the weekends. I don't really call them cheat days, but 
I just go to the grocery store and I eat at home during the week. And then when we're eating out on the weekends, I don't beat myself up if I want to eat chicken and waffles because I'm exercising, I'm moving my body every day, I'm burning enough calories. So it's okay to eat what I want. And I have lost some weight doing that, living the 80-20 lifestyle. And I realized that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can make healthy choices for your body. If you come across something that you know is not the best thing and it's not going to make you feel great. Like I kind of have an issue with gluten. I don't feel great when I eat it, but every once in a while a waffle is worth it. And I will take my digestive enzymes and I will go on about my day and it's fine. I don't eat like that all the time because I want my body to feel good. I want to be full of energy and I, it's not worth it to me to eat like crap all the time because I would rather feel good, but it doesn't have to be a hundred percent perfect or 100% crappy like you you can live 80 20 and I'm not losing the weight as fast as I did when I did the orange theory transformation challenge and I ate perfect for eight weeks but I am still steadily losing and I'm enjoying my life and I'm still going to brunch on the weekends and it's been great so when you realize that you can enter into your health journey from a place of love and acceptance and fueling your body with what actually makes you feel good because you like to feel good, it's a lot easier to make positive lasting changes than it is to go 100% cold turkey, cut everything that you like to eat out and only eat fish and vegetables. I like fish and vegetables sometimes, but if I had to eat it every single day, I probably would not enjoy it. So... I don't really know how I got off on that tangent from talking about what I learned on the podcast today, but I can't edit anything because I'm doing this from my phone. So hopefully it kind of made sense. If that was helpful at all, let me know on my most recent Instagram post. Hopefully soon I am able to get a new computer and we can do the new podcasting setup. I've got an adorable desk picked out on Amazon And I really want to incorporate video into the podcast so that I have clips to post on reels and stuff on the Instagram. But it's going to take a little bit of time to save up to get a new laptop because they're expensive. So bear with me. But if it takes me just getting on my phone and recording these for a couple weeks so that we can stay consistent and I can continue putting episodes out every week, that is what I will do. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Don't forget about the giveaway that I'm going to do when we hit a 1,000 listens. All you have to do to get an entry into that is to screenshot an episode, put it on your story, and tag at Champagne and Celery Juice. That gets you an entry. If you rate or review the show and send a screenshot of that to at Champagne and Celery Juice, that'll get you an entry. And you can get unlimited entries. And I will draw as soon as we hit a 1,000 listens. So hope you guys have a wonderful week. And you do something today to step into your fit girl era. Bye.